When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So I'm sitting here in the Walsh House in Ballancolig. Jim is here in the room with me. Hi, Jim. Jim won't respond to us. And I won't be talking to Jim, but I've been hearing all about Jim and all about Jim's story from his wife and from his daughter, Sandra, who joins me. Sandra, tell me about you, Dad. He's sitting here. He knows I'm here. He's aware of the different voice in the room. But but, but tell me about Dad. Yes, PJ. Dad is fully aware of what's going on around him. Dad is 73 years of age. Dad worked all his life until he got a stroke at the age of 56. And from there, we knew there were issues um, that slowly started to show their colour, basically, Mm. over the coming years. And he was finally, at the age of 65, diagnosed with vascular dementia directly as a result of the stroke. For the first four or five years, dad was actually doing very well. It was hardly noticeable to the outside world that he had dementia. There were little things, but nothing major. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, in late 2019, he contracted sepsis, which did an awful lot of brain damage because it was septic shock, secondary to a urinary tract infection. And since then he has progressed very quickly in his dementia journey and is now non-verbal almost 100% immobile and is dependent in every facet of daily living you said to me the only thing he can do for himself is breathe independently yeah the only thing he can do is breathe he can move his hands he will move his legs off the chair the foot plate mm. on his wheelchair but that's more um involuntary yeah. than mm. independent voluntary walking movement. or moving anything independently he's gone long gone long gone long yeah. since gone yeah. um but i'm looking at him here now he knows i'm in the room he, yes his eyes his eyes are moving with everything. He, yeah, yeah the eyes engage with everything he does try to speak yes the odd word will come out it could be anything from a whisper to clearly spoken yeah tell me about coke you were telling me but he asked for coke the other day yes we had dinner yesterday and he had had a can of coke uh, around dinner time followed by the usual glass of water and mom and i were clearing up the kitchen and next thing out of nowhere he just said coke (laughs) and the two of us looked and we're like what did he did he just say coke and i turned around and said do you want another can of coke yes right 
So off he got the he's can still of in coke. There. I don't care whether it was no. a sugar rush. He got his he's can still, of coke. He's still in there. He's oh, the, he's a messer. Yeah, and he can communicate with his face, and he yeah. will wink the eye. He, yeah. uh, the face is fully functioning. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. will start laughing at you, yeah, and yeah. the fa- the face communicates he, he, everything. He gave a little smile there a few minutes ago when we were chatting before I started to record. So you had you need you had a full home care package for dad. What went wrong and when? Okay, well, we had a full home care package. Um, it was funded by and provided by the HSE. That entails that two carers call to the house three times a day, seven days a week. What it was in our case was they would get dad out of bed in the morning, wash and dress him. Mom and I would take over then after that. So we would get him downstairs, give him his breakfast, basically start engaging him in the everyday activities of normal family life. Um, The carers would call back again around 12 p.m. The purpose of that particular visit was to try and mobilise that. Now, mobilise that could be anything from helping him to stand, but on a good day, he may walk from our living room to our front porch and back again. Very inconsistent, totally not predictable until you're in the moment. Right. At night then they would call again and it would be the morning in reverse basically quick freshen up of the handsome face into the PJs mm. and into bait. Mm. You have you, you brought me around the house you have a remarkable lift that goes from downstairs up to his bedroom. You, you've done an awful lot here yourself and your mum to make the house suitable for that. Yes it's not we, we haven't done anything in the house that makes it a hospital type no, environment no. but it is all perfectly adapted for dad's needs now we did all of this on the advice of healthcare professionals and hmm. um, we are very heavily instructed and assisted by the public health nurse the physio and the occupational therapist from the HSE They are all fully aware of how we care for dad at home, that he's not just left sitting in his chair parked in a corner. So they have assisted us in engaging him in family life. So they advised us um, approximately two years ago that we would need a through floor lift for dad if we didn't want to adapt the downstairs of our house. We decided to go with that on the basis that with dementia, consistency and familiarity Mm. is key to survival. It is 100%. If you veer off course at all at all, Mm. you are causing a cognitive decline in in the individual. He he needs familiarity every day, every moment. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this through floor lift afforded us to maintain dad living upstairs for his sleeping hours and washing and bathing time. Mm. So we got that in and we adapted dad's bedroom. He has now switched rooms directly with myself. Mm. We have a uh, timber floor in place. We have the hoist. We have commodes. We have named the toy or a piece of equipment and you walk me around it. It's really, really impressive. Now, the care package provided by the HSE that stopped when and why that stopped uh, we're into our fourth week now of working on our own mom and I um, 
literally we had a care package on a Sunday night but we had been informed that it would be coming to an end about two weeks prior to that we were pleading with the HSE not to leave it come to an end or to find an alternative source of care but they've been unable to and we are now caring for dad on our own mom and I doing all the physical personal care needs Mm. it came to an end for reasons which are a little bit vague to us the best we can come up with did you have an agency yes we had an agency the best we can come up with is that there were staffing issues and it seems to be common across the board both private and public Mm. um the agency did give some reasons to the HSE. We don't quite agree with those. And to be fair to the healthcare workers that engage with us regularly, they backed up our point of view. Yeah. That's neither here nor there in the sense that it doesn't get us help no, no. back for dad so at any stage. All soon. of the things that you've described to me that the carers used to do, you and mum are now doing. Uh, describe a typical day. Okay, well, a typical day starts in the morning, um, early. We wake dad up. Dad, we're very lucky dad sleeps through the night. Mm. So we're not up overnight with him. If we're up to use the bathroom ourselves, we would check in on him, but we never have to physically set an alarm to wake up. So mom and I do get a full night's sleep. So we would wake dad up around 9am. Um, mom gives him his breakfast. He eats very well. He has to be fed, but he has a normal diet. Right. There's no modification of any description at all at all. Once he's finished his breakfast, I then come on board and I do the physical lifting, turning, what have you. So the first job to be done is to actually get a sling for dad's hoist placed under him on the bed flash so i do the turning now normally two individuals would be involved in turning a a person like dad who can't assist you in any way themselves um i'm doing this on my own mom puts the sling in under him you can't just say dad lift up your bum there no 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 no, you can't even say put your arm over Right. You actually have to assist him. You tell him, give yourself a huggy so that he puts his arm across his body. You have to hold that arm in place while then getting your two hands over the other side of his body, one assisting his upper arm, one assisting him on the bum and physically turn his weight so that he has now done a 45 degree turn. This is exhausting, Sandra. It's very difficult because I'm very petite myself dad would be considerably bigger than me both in height and weight um, now I am strong mm. and I am healthy but it is exhausting yeah. I have to do that twice I have to do it once to get the sling in under one side and then the second side right. um, then we have to hoist him out of the bed and get him onto his commode chair that is physically demanding as well because you actually have to catch the sling that is holding dad in midair basically you have to pull it and make sure it is over the commode chair and while mom does the remote controls you gently lower him down onto the chair making sure he's seated properly so that you can actually access his body to wash him and toilet him properly so you then bring him to the bathroom bring him to the bathroom um I send mum downstairs to get on with her morning, basically mm. cleaning up around the house, what whatever she wants to do. 
And I do the washing and dressing of dad on my own. Now, when we had two carers coming in, we actually had them sharing the task between them. Because you would of leave the stuff out. Yeah, You'd leave the clothes out and they'd do everything they, else. We got everything ready for them. They just had to physically wash yeah. and dress them. Yeah. I don't want mum getting involved in that because and not because she doesn't want to or wouldn't but I have to respect the fact that she's the same age approximately as dad and she's not my age she doesn't have the strength she had 20 30 years Mm. ago and I'm very strongly of the opinion that at her time of life she should be sitting down relaxing not pulling and hauling a 95 kg approximately man yeah yeah when I arrived he was sitting out the back enjoying the sunshine and at this time in your lives your mum should be sitting with him and there should be no worries like this absolutely absolutely Um, so like when he is dressed then I call mum back upstairs and we bring him from the bathroom into his bedroom and we transfer him to his wheelchair. Now, he is very, very good. He ha- he will do things for me that he will not do for mom and that he will not do for any carer. I do not know why. Mm. It's just the way things are with his dementia. So I can actually say to dad, we'll do a standing up. Now, I may have to say to him once, I may have to say to him 10 times. Mm. Depends on the individual day. But eventually he will agree with me and I will get a little whispered, yeah. I know once I get that, yeah, that it has gotten into his brain that he needs to do a standing up. So I'm able to assist him to sit forward and just a gentle tug of the arms and he will actually stand straight and strong for me. That way mum is able to pull up his trousers, take away the commode and just drive his electric chair in and he will then sit down on it with me. Now, there are days when he's poor enough at that and you're going oh my god I'm on my own holding him he's at risk of a fall oh dear mom mom hurry up with the chair yeah but there are other days when I practically don't even need to hold him yeah but the thing but you is you don't know until you try it's inconsistent yeah. there's no foreseeability in it I can't tell by looking at him yeah what way he's going to react yeah. Because of that, it is very, very dangerous for me to be doing this on my own. Because when the carers were here, the two of them would assist him in standing. And either mom or I would be there to drive his chair into place. We never left one of them hold him on their own for his safety and their safety. And I'm conscious of all you described to me in the last couple of minutes. We're still upstairs in morning time. This continues throughout the day. Every morning, it is a good 12, 12.30 at least before I'm finished washing and dressing dad and get to come downstairs and start my own day. Yeah. Um, because we don't have the 12 o'clock call, we can't even attempt to walk dad because it would be too dangerous. Yeah. Um, so he is missing out on that. Now, the danger <laughs> is that being in week four, I'm thinking he may never walk again. Not even take one step. Because up to four weeks ago, he was, with the help of the carers, maybe taking a few steps. It could be a few steps. It could be a shuffle. It could be run a marathon. (laughs) It it could be just standing up. Yes. But there was the possibility of doing it. Now, sometimes in the middle of the day, I will attempt to stand him up. Yeah. And he will stand for me. But it's a case if you don't move the chair... 
because if he goes down, Bang. he's going down hard. This and I, I, I hear the love in your voice. You do this out of love. You do this because you want to. You can't keep going like this. Well, the problem is like there's another hour again at night getting him to bed. Yeah. And it's like the mornings in reverse. You're hoisting him onto the bed. You're making sure he's he has a super pubic catheter. So you're making sure his catheter line is clear. You're making sure that you connect the night bag to the day bag, that everything is hooked up properly. Now, there are things I don't mind doing, but it, I could do without the physical leaning him forward in his chair with one hand, putting on his PJ shirt with another. I could do without the standing him up to pull down his pants standing him up again a few minutes later to pull it back up like they're the things that take the physical strength and the time look in an ideal world we wouldn't need anybody to come in and help us because for dad's dignity and privacy it would be better that we be able to do it forever all the time ourselves but there is a reality here that nobody caring for another person can do 24-7 physical and psychological yeah, caring it's, it's all very, in one. And for you and for mama, it's very mentally difficult to exhaust. I imagine you get into bed at night exhausted. Uh, we're exhausted before we get anywhere near the bed because typically it's around nine o'clock before either mom or I get to put our backsides on a seat. And you're actually exhausted and you sit down and you say, oh, such a thing is starting on the television now. We'll watch that. One or both of us are probably asleep before it's just half an hour in and we completely miss what we wanted to see. And as a result, you don't actually get any downtime. I know. You go from doing your daily activities, caring for dad to sleep and you're back up and it's all around in the same vicious circle the following day. Now, the reason you invited me out here and I'm so thrilled that you did and I'm delighted to meet you and mom and dad and everybody else, you are pleading pleading to get some help in here I am because I have pleaded with the HSE I have pleaded with politicians and I have pushed our position forward and the only answer that's coming back is no help is available we're being told that there's simply no staff either within the HSE organisation itself or within the private agencies to take up dad's care We are told that he requires very high level of care, that his needs are very high. It depends on your interpretation of the definition of high needs. If you're saying he needs two people for health and safety reasons, yes, he has high needs. If you're saying that, oh, you have to do everything for him, for the carers coming in, it's not high needs because they're only being asked to get him out of bed, wash and dress him. Mom and I do everything else and have always done everything else mm, for dad the during the night, day get him into bed same at night the idea of home help is to give the full-time carers a break yes we don't have that break now it isn't that we ever when they came swanned off down to the local coffee shop and left them to do everything on their own we were always here in the house mm. we never left carers on their own but it's an opportunity when they come for even if you have to make a phone call mm. or you want to do your washing or yeah. I've been involved in third level education myself recently and 
I might want to spend half an hour looking up something with that because I've gone back as a, a mature learner to sort of upskill and reskill myself. We don't have those opportunities now yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Who are you appealing to today? Talking to me here. Who directly are you appealing to? I am appealing to the HSE. And by analogy, anybody, private agency or otherwise, who is in a position to help us. We need two carers We in the mornings and in the evenings. We don't need them for hours on end during the day. We just need them to do the basic personal hygiene care for that. And the funding will be provided because it was provided before. The funding is there for the HSE to provide this care. I've had this discussion with managers within the HSE. Funding is not the issue. It is staff. Yeah, and they look at you and go, I'm sorry, we can't do it. That's fair enough. I do understand the issues. I am not denying that those issues are there. But there has to be priorities. And if you have lists and lists of people who need home help, you have to prioritise that. But to have a service and lose it, going from everything to zero. If we had gradually lost our service, it might be one thing, but to go overnight from everything to zero is not sustainable no no and it's you know with all the the love in the world you can't do this long term mum can't do this long term well i hope i can but i know that there's a reality i i'm not 20 anymore myself i'm in my 50s so i know that as i get older and as dad's needs maybe increase he may stay the way he is for the next 10 years yeah could be a week it could be tomorrow we don't know yeah but i know that the longer it goes on the more unsustainable it becomes as pure basic exhaustion sets in and i know that this is a countrywide problem i know that it's happening with young children i'm not saying that we're more important Mm. but i'm saying that somebody somewhere needs to provide help where it's needed the hsc have a policy of keeping people at home as independent as possible mm. for as long as possible. And rightly so. Well, we're doing that. We want to do it. Dad asked us when he was diagnosed with dementia to never put him in a home. But we're not just keeping him here to abide by his wishes. Mum and I want him at home. I think both of us would drop dead if he was gone out of the house tomorrow morning. Yeah, I know. We'd I know. miss him terrible. Well, I can see by the expression on his face and Jim... I, I know you understand and you're listening to a different voice in the room. I will do anything that I can. Okay? And I, you understood exactly what I said there. I'm just describing for listeners. His facial expression changed. He understood every word I just said. He did, PJ. I can, I can actually nearly interpret his facial expressions because he and I speak the same, act the same, think the same and have done all our lives. And he was basically saying to you, I know. Thanks. Sandra, thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much for coming and helping as much as you can with our situation. Really appreciate it. Courts 96 FM. 
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.